You're listening to Old Timey Crimey, crimes from the golden age of yesteryear. Now, here's your hosts, Christy and Scott. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's Old Tiny Crimey. That was me that did that. I know. I've got an amazing register. With me today, it's Christy. Hello. And Amber. Hello. And I want you ladies to picture yourself. It's, it's old London around the 1670s. You're walking down the street late at night. The smell of horse piss is, is heavy in the air <laughs> because sanitation was horrible. And all of a sudden, a stranger leaps out, rips your dress up, which is impressive because those things were like mighty hoops, lifts your dress up, spanks your bare ass, yells, Spanko! And disappears into the nights. That was quite the uh, quite the imaginary tale walk we just took through London. Imaginary my ass, and also <laughs> your ass. Our uh, ass. <laughs> this happened. Uh, Whipping Tom. Whipping Tom was a, a an attacker who who attacked women in London and the nearby village of Hackney. They would attack women walking alone and beat them right on the ass. So I do this when I go out drinking. So this is a crime? Well, apparently whenever you do it late at night and to people that don't want it and you're a man, it's pretty bad. That's the only thing I'm missing there. (laughs) Yeah, the the people who don't want it thing is kind of the crux. No, that's not (laughs) what I was talking about that. No, I was was, because I'm a girl. (laughs) Yeah. Well, it's also still a crux. <laughs> so, so there's, it, there seems to be more than one Whipping Tom. He is a very, very Spring-Heeled Jack-like character. If you haven't heard our episode on Spring-Heeled Jack, go back. There, there, is a, there is a great episode that we did on Spring-Heeled Jack. And honestly, the way that he acts, I'm surprised that like Whipping Tom... And Springheel Jack aren't kind of intertwined. Um, the the name Whipping Tom does seem to exist before the attacks in 1681, 1672, around there. Um, but this publication in 1681 does mention generations of Whipping Toms, uh, and about nine years before he was, and I quote, "enemy to the milk wenches bums." <laughs> My so so they weren't into spanking is what you're saying. I guess not. That's what it said in the newspaper, in the <laughs> publication. And also, uh, there is this one one article and I will uh, I will put this uh, I will put this up on the uh, social media. Whipping Tom turned citizen colon or the cracks terror. <laughs> Being the wit. I know. Being a true account of many of his f- strange adventures. They're using the F back then uh, instead of the S. As likewife, a relation of his whipping federal wives, widows, maids, bods, cracks. Wow. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's something. Okay, yeah. now, now my question here, was he using his hand or was he using like a whip or a paddle? I just want to know for like my... Yes! So all of the above. Yes, pretty much all of the above. In 1681, Whipping Tom was acted in, in the small Warren courtyards between Fleet Street, Strand, and Holborn. 
he would wait in the narrow lit alleys, uh, dimly lit alleys and courtyards. And then like he would see like a woman who wasn't with anyone. He would grab her, lift her dress, slap her buttocks repeatedly. So like, like that. And then, and then he would flee off into the night yelling, Spanko! <laughs> At least I hope that's the way he yelled it. Instead, I hope it wasn't like, Spanko! Because no, I want it to be like this, this low bass voice. And I want it to like echo off the side of the buildings. Okay. So I was like, go ahead. So I think that I'm going to do this to men wearing low pants. I'm just going to yank their pants down do that and then yell spanko and run away and see what happens. Like after the quarantine is lifted, obviously. But um, I feel like I need to do this. I feel like an arrest might be in your future, maybe. No, no I'm, just, I'm a girl. She's it a still woman. doesn't fully protect you. <laughs> yeah. But to answer your question, he would often use his bare hand because that's more fun. Uh, but sometimes <laughs> he would use a rod or a paddle and... Honestly, some of his some of his victims were left pretty badly injured in the attacks. Uh, he would he would appear, he would carry out his attacks, and then vanish with such speed that some people attributed supernatural powers to him. Supernatural spanking, mm-hmm. spring-heeled spanking. Exactly, exactly. Uh, his. Uh, his first attack that we kind of figured, oh, maybe this is the first one, maybe not. Um, it was a servant maid on New Street who was being sent out to look for her master. She turned the corner and she saw a tall black man. Now, black as in the collar, black as not on the skin collar. So uh, not an African man, uh, but a tall, dark man. Uh, standing up against the wall as if he'd been pissing. Um, <laughs> but she she kind of passed by him because, once again, it's 1681. This is like seeing somebody having a yogurt nowadays. Um, it's just something that they did in the time. Uh, but with great speed and violence, and I quote that, he seized her and in a trice, laying her across his knee, took up her linen and laid so hard up on her backside as he made her cry out most piteously for help, the which he no sooner perceived to approach, as she declares, than he vanished. Hmm. Yes. Hmm. There was a huge public outcry, uh, and there, like women were starting to defend themselves. They were carrying, and once again, and I quote, pen knives, sharp bodkins, scissors, and the like. And once again, hearkening to another case of ours, the Texarkana Moonlight Murderer, male vigilantes would dress in women's clothing and patrol the areas he was known to operate. (laughs) I think it was just a time, you know, that like Ezekiel found out he really likes wearing a bodice. (laughs) Love those swishy skirts. Oh, my God. And if I catch this guy, it's going to be great. It's going to be fantastic. He's going to be shocked when he lifts my dress. <laughs> yeah. I just picture him going, you know what? I'm okay with it. This is, no. I don't care what side of the street I drive down. So, 
Banco! <laughs> I God, I want to do this. Like, I don't want to hurt anybody, but I just want to give somebody a light tap and disappear into the night yelling Spanko. You can arrange that with someone as long as there's consent. You're good to go, you know. It's not funny unless they don't know it's going to happen. It's... No, it's less funny. <laughs> okay. So, a... so maybe oh, we could do it to, like, Joel. I feel like... Yeah. I feel like he would both in consent if he knew and enjoy it regardless. Um, so I feel like he would be a good victim for us. I feel Joel. Uh, Joel would be good. Joel, if you're listening, hello. How are you doing? Um, We're going to spank just, you. I'm remembering um, the, you guys remember, I don't know if Scott will remember, but Amber will. Uh, Jackson and I had the point game. <laughs> that we would play, basically, where you... Um, I hope my parents aren't listening to this. Um, you uh, give give one another like a, a, a tap on the genitals, and I would just do like in this general area of his thigh. At, which he at one point he he objected to that. He's like, "Hey, you didn't actually tap me there." And I'm like, "Do you want me to smack you in the dick?" Like, <laughs> <laughs> I so... want for your hand and my genitals <laughs> to have a fine howdy do. Yes. Yeah, so, um, so yeah. But then you would just you know you'd say point and like bonus if you could incorporate the word point into it so back when there was a, a bar called the point pub that one figured out a lot or figured into this this game a lot but at one point in time ha point um we were and we would only do it on the weekends it was only on on friday saturday like friday night to sunday night um so that we're not spending our entire weekdays like hiding from each other um but so we would uh, we would do that, and at one point in time, uh, one of our friends decided to get in on the fun. I'm not going to name him, but if he happens to be listening, you know who you are. And it was hilarious. We were having a, a, a campfire, and Jackson was making coffee in the percolator. And just as he's like testing the coffee or checking it or something, the, the said person runs down and decides to get in on the fun and smacks Jackson. <laughs> Yells point, Jackson. Like I can't remember what happened, but I think there was the the coffee was kind of ruined. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that was uh, that was the last time that that said person <laughs> participated, first and last. <laughs> now, now I have to ask: if you hit their genitals with your genitals, does the ensuing child get the point? I would say probably. Yeah, that, that only seems fair. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> It was created by the genital smashing. Yeah. Um, and I think the child gets the name point as well. There we go. Oh, I like that <laughs> point. <laughs> because nothing ruins the genitals like having a child. And then that can also continue into the child's life. The parents can continue the game every time they say the child's name. Christy, if you and Jackson end up having a child and name it point, I am going to be very upset because that'll be the second child I've accidentally named. <laughs> I'll try to keep that from happening. Right. I I know who the I'm first one the is. Email. All right, anyway. <laughs> yeah. Oh, whoops. So anyway, a haberdasher, which is one of those occupations that has gone extinct, a haberdasher from Holborn, and an accomplice were captured in late 1681 and tried for the attacks. Now I'd like to tell you how the trial ended up. I'd like you to tell I'd like to tell you that they were guilty or innocent, but no record exists of the trial. In fact, their identities have been lost to history. In 1681, 
uh, there was an anonymous written book. That's right. A true crime fiend in 1681 wrote the book, Whipping Tom Brought to Light and Exposed to View. <laughs> yes, exposed to view. I got that. Very much like spring Jack. Once again, 1712. He appears again out of nowhere. Uh, between October 10th and December 1st in 1712, a string of whipping Tom attacks took place in fields near Hackney. Uh, the attacker would approach lone women and beat them with, quote, a great rod of birch. Oof. Take a guess how many women were assaulted before before the attacks ended. 69. <laughs> Holy shit. Did I? Around 70. <laughs> All because I'm a 13-year-old boy at heart. <laughs> yes. Yes, indeed. And this time they caught him. This oh, wow. time we have a name. Thomas Wallace was captured uh, and confessed to the attacks. Wallace was quoted as saying he was, and I quote, resolved to be revenged on all the women he could come at after that in that manner for the sake of one perjured female who had been barbarously false to him. So he was like an incel. Yeah, yeah. But here's my point. Here's my point. He said resolved to be revenged on all the women he could come at after that manner for the sake of one perjured female who had been barbarously false to him. Do you know what they would say today? <laughs> Women are bitches! Yep. Where is the eloquence that, that, we, that we lost? Oh, that's beautiful. He, he claimed <laughs> his plan. <laughs> he claimed his plan was to attack 100 women before Christmas and to cease the attacks during the 12 days of Christmas and then resume again next year. So the, the ceasing the attacks was like his Christmas present to womankind? Or, you know, maybe himself to a job well done. And then he was trying to oh, be... I, I can rest now. He was trying to be Krampus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, whipping Krampus. Whipping Krampus. Oh. Just like he was trying to be Krampus to adult women. This, and that's really all there is. To this this is this is not anything that there was a lot about but oh my god what little there is is a fucking monty python sketch brought to life yeah <laughs> so let me get this straight it was whipping toms all through history and then when they finally caught one his name was Th thomas yes that his uh... name was actually thomas the universe is just wonderful sometimes it's beautiful it <laughs> is absolutely beautiful um, do you guys have anything to add to the tale of Whipping Thomas? Well, I'm, I'm glad that nobody's doing that anymore. You know, it, it seems... I'm Amber, not! Wink. <laughs> oh, dear. I picture, like, if it was, like, 1712, like, Amber walking around with her dress up going, I hope nobody whips me! I know, right? <laughs> if you, like, if you would go to run away, I'd be like, come back! More! More! <laughs> I've oh, been yes. barbarously savage to you. <laughs> I'm remembering Amber at the strip club and uh, the Cat of Nine Tails. Was it the Cat of Nine Tails? You were, oh no, you were flogged. Yes, I was flogged. <laughs> I enjoyed that thoroughly. <laughs>
<laughs> she was cute too. Um, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really enjoy strip clubs, to be honest. I haven't been in that many. I love and them. The well, the few that I've been in, I end up taking all the strippers home. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but you you took the mother daughter home, and that was a strip club that had a dirt floor and a dog. Yeah. We live in a weird place. <laughs> <laughs> that was the okay. That was the best strip club ever, though. Like it was disgusting and amazing but i always have such a good time with the strippers because they're actually most of the time amazing girls and i, <laughs> I end up I making was, like really weird friends i was there one night i was there at that strip club one night and all the girls i walk in and the guy goes girls gone home and i said i don't care i just want to sit down and have a drink all right so i get my mountain dew because I'm a, I'm a hard ass motherfucker uh, we're, I'm sitting watching the news with this guy and he goes, you yeah, the fucking government, man. Just Jesus Christ. He goes, some nights, some nights I just swear that I want to quit this all and leave. And I go, yeah, I know. Governments around, around here's shit. Governments going, going downhill everywhere. And I, I pay him for the drink and I leave and I, I go back and my mom wasn't feeling well, so I spent the night with my mom that night. And uh, I wake up the next morning. That fucker burned to the ground. <laughs> and I'm still <laughs> convinced he, he, he toasted the place himself out of anger. You know you did. Sounds about right. I did not. <laughs> I, I mean, did he did. Not. He did. Sorry, he did. <laughs> <laughs> but Hi, I'm such Freud. As... Whee! <laughs> <laughs> such is the tale of Whipping Tom. So... This Christmas, this Christmas, uh, Amber, your job is to attack 100 women. I'm going to teach you how to yell Spanko in the lowest voice possible. <laughs> we're bringing it to Johnstown. You're just so full of great ideas, you two. No, no, I'm... I don't want. I don't want to attack women. I want to talk. I want to attack men because okay. I feel. I feel like we have a history of being attacked, and it's time to fight back. What if you accidentally attack uh, attack a woman who is dressed up in a masculine style? Will you feel guilty? Um, or will you go, she had it coming because she was dressed that way? Oh my god, wow. <laughs> that is definitely one way to spin that that I would never have saw coming. Wow. Yeah, no, um, I would actually probably just throw my number as I ran away. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Sorry, babe. Call me. <laughs> Throwing your number at people after committing a crime against them is definitely a good way to not get caught. Uh, well, yeah. it, wouldn't, it wouldn't be my number anyway. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and such is the tale and possible Johnstown resurrection of Whipping Tom. <laughs> Thank you very kindly for joining us here at Old Tiny Crimey. Uh, you know what? I, I don't know what the plan is here, but I'm imagining this is going to go up, so everybody's going to hear it. We are letting, uh, we are letting our Patreon exclusives go up now, uh, that, the, uh, now that the COVID-19 crisis is happening. Uh, I, please stay safe. Enjoy the free, the free episodes that you're getting each week, and take care of a loved one, but from at least six feet away. Yes. Bye. <laughs> Social distance. Bye. Bye.
My sources for this old tiny crimey are wikipedia.org, historyanswers.co.uk, theunexplainedmysteries.com, and factrepublic.com. up in the chat room lord thunderdong has joined so just i'm sorry (laughs) (laughs) all right continue all right